I wanted this to happen in a big way. There was a motion put forward by the Parks Commissioner um, to have accessible sensory, uh, sensory parks. And apparently it's not going to happen, at least for now. To talk a little bit more about this and uh, the topic as a whole, Jazz Ferdy, ABC Vancouver Park Board Commissioner, kind enough to join us. Jazz, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Well, let's get into this. In its simplest form, what happened? Okay. So first of all, let's, let's forget about the motions. Let's forget about the amendments. I want you to picture a father taking his, or father or mother taking their child to the park. And their, char- their child um, experiences a sensory overload or a meltdown. And there's other parents in this park that judge that parent. So you know what? The, the parent decides to go home. He doesn't want to go through this. He doesn't want his child to go through this. The next day, the same thing happens. He takes them to another park and the same thing happens. Eventually, they get to a point where the parent no longer wants to take the child to the park because, you know, he's being judged. Um, they're being judged and the child's being judged. So it leads to a process where they, they stop going to parks altogether. So the basis of this motion was actually to create a destination park, a park where all kids can come together and enjoy the park without being judged and parents with, without parents being judged. It was to create a culture and a community. Um, and this can only be done if we, we built a destination park. And what was passed last night was actually a piecemeal approach where the money would go to five individual play areas and not a park play areas and there would be the funds would be spread so thinly that there would just be a couple features in one park and maybe in a couple in another park so it doesn't it doesn't build that culture which we would get with a flagship park so you were looking for an entire park designated for sensory situations as opposed to just like a little corner off in the left Exactly. And, and that's what all the speakers were talking about. They weren't talking about these piecemeal projects that we've already been doing because they haven't been working. And there were roughly 40 speakers out that night and parents were crying and asking for, you know, a flagship park where we can have like thought out sensory areas, thought out accessible areas. I mean, um, last night they were talking about certain parks that they just built um that were great. They said they were accessible. They were um, sensory friendly. But I pointed out, like, how do you call this accessible when you have wood chips there? You have, you don't even have uh, a swing for a child on a wheelchair. How is that accessible? I want to play you a clip. Uh, we had Brendan Bastivansky on the Joe Bennett show just a couple of hours ago. I'm going to play the clip and then I'm going to get your reaction to this. Hold tight. There were amendments made. That's just part of, you know, the course of how things work. Uh, but the point is, is that they got upset because it was changed. And Ken is also throwing a tantrum by announcing the transition team tomorrow morning. So it's a big distraction that he's not getting his way. So he, they fabricate that press release saying it didn't get approved, but the motion did get approved. And he's now trying to bring another distraction by announcing the transition team tomorrow. And all of this is just pageantry because he needs a distraction from the budget. He promised that he would lower taxes and instead he delivers not just one, but two of the highest tax increases in the city's history. Uh, None of it goes towards parks. I mean, even his flagship uh, promise about developing a sensory playground, he wouldn't put a nickel towards it. What are your thoughts to that statement? So this is exactly what's, what's wrong with the park board. I mean, we didn't listen to the 40 speakers that came out that night telling them 
that these little piecemeal accessibility sensory parks don't work. They wanted an entire park, and I'd like to differentiate between a playground and a park. A park includes a playground, but it's much larger, and it's it it can have other sensory features. It can have places families can retreat to when when their child has has a breakdown. So these are the things that nobody listened to, and we we talk about the park board being a unique place where people come, and you know you can you can say what you want, and we take it and we listen to it, and and that's how we work. But they just went ahead and said, yeah, we did it, we did it. But they didn't. They didn't listen to the people. I mean, I don't know if you saw the statement put out by the Pacific Autism Family mm-hmm. Network. They said that what was passed last night was not what we were asking for. It was more of a slap in the face, and it was just like we know what we're doing, and that's it. And we're going to continue doing what we've been doing. Well, we will have Sergio Cochia on just after five. He's the president and board chair from the Pacific Autism Family Network to cover this and uh, give it a little more depth. You and I share a similarity. We both have somebody within our family that's on the spectrum. So this is obviously something that's personal to you as well, no? Yeah. So uh, like, this brings me to my other point. This is not just about neurodiverse children. This is also about children with mobility issues. If you if you take a neurotypical child, for example, or... Um, a child that's not doesn't have a wheelchair has no issues um, walking or anything like that. They're able to play in every aspect of a park without an issue. But for example, a child in a wheelchair goes to a park. They say it's accessible, but there's not even a swing. You know, in all of Vancouver, there's not even a uh, wheelchair accessible swing in all of Vancouver. And for me, that's so hard to believe. Hmm. And and when we do parks that say we're accessible. We give them one or two play features. I want it so all these children can play in the entire park. Well, I've got a background. I helped the Vancouver Canadians build their challenger field, their field of dreams, right beside Nat Bailey Stadium, which is an inclusive field that allows wheelchairs accessibility across the board. And it took a long time to get there, but they got it there. So, um I know it can be done, and I'm hoping that eventually this um, this one passes too. Chaz, thank you for your time today and for the insight. I will continue this conversation throughout the day, but uh, hopefully we'll speak again. Awesome. Nice, nice meeting you.